0: Good morning and welcome to Aliyah Yomi. Today we are beginning Parsha's Kaisai. is a Parsha of 78 psokem, and the first Aliyah is 3 psokem, running from Perek Chav Pasuk Gimel to hey The topic of our Aliyah is very simple, and that is the reward of mitzvahs. The Torah tells us that, that if you're going to go in my statutes and keep my mitzvahs, then there's a lot of then, and that's going to take up this alia the second Aliyah, and the beginning of the third alia There's a whole set of rewards that will come. In our Aliyah we're told, The rain will be at the right time. Water is a blessing at the right time, the right places. It is a curse at the wrong time, and the wrong places. It's going to be at the right time. And all the fruit, the trees will be will giving their fruits at the right time. and you're, you're, It's going to be that the seasons will interact with each other. You're going to be still plant. you're going to still still be harvesting when the planting season comes is going to be such an abundance as well you're going to eat your bread in satiation and dwell in your land securely a lot of things to think about earlier first very basic point is what is it that we need to do to reward to to achieve this reward so and the first thing is, is just on the most basic level is is keeping the metzor that's the second part of the phrase but what's the first part of the phrase it's interesting that Osnayim Latara has a very fascinating observation where he points out Chokos literally means laws. And so, what is this referring to is that Hashem's laws are actually in consonance with the laws of the world around us. If we are in line with the laws of Hashem's spiritual, metaphysical rules, then the physical rules that follow suit around us will also fall into place. But there are, um, Rashi actually quotes a, uh, a medrash, which says, very important medrash, which is, what does it mean, Bechokosai Te is batara. You need to be a melem, which literally means toiling in the Torah. What does this mean? Where does Rashi get this from? How do we understand this? So the Chometz Chaim actually makes a very interesting observation. He says this helps us understand a very interesting phrase that we say in the Siyam HaMesechta, when we conclude um, a, a Siyam HaMesechta. What is it we say? So we were, we we're just finishing learning a, a, seg- a section in Torah and we say we are involved in working in our learning of Torah and they are involved in their work, meaning to say the people who are not necessarily involved in Torah, we work and receive reward, they work and they do not receive reward, the Kachavetz Haim asks a very basic question, is that really true? After all, let's say, let's say anybody has a shop, a person who's a blacksmith or a tailor or a laundromat, they work and they get paid for what they work for. It's not a fair straw man to set up and say that the, the world that is outside of Torah does not get rewarded for their work. They get rewarded for their work commensurate to the work that they do. The Chavayim says, well, the answer actually is, is the word amelos, toil. In, in, in the world around us, generally speaking, it is an outcomes-based world, which means, let's say for an example, you have a tailor, and he's... Uh, and he- um, he is um, contracted to make a, a tuxedo for, a, for somebody's wedding, and he does all the work. and He measures the person out, and he orders the materials, and he cuts it to size, and he sews it all together. He puts in a huge amount of work. Comes the week before the wedding, the groom comes to try on his tuxedo. Everything's beautiful, just he sewed on the, ro- the arms the wrong way, and the, it doesn't fit. Terrible. So the fellow the fellow gets very upset, walks out the store, and leaves. And as he's uh, out the, the door, the tailor runs after him and says, But, 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 uh, I put in so many hours of effort. And the the customer or the prospective customer then says to him, That doesn't make a difference. I didn't get a tuxedo. In the end of the day, we pay based on outcomes. And the, what's being described over here is not outcomes based, it's effort based. What the, the word amelos means is the effort, the toil we put in. In the world around us, unless you have an outcome, unless you can show something for what your time was spent doing, it's valueless. In Torah, it is valuable even the efforts that perhaps don't yield the most compelling results don't yield these beautiful grand moments these huge milestones these watershed moments we don't there's still reward for that as well that is what's is your walking it's the process not the outcome and that's how we know that the walking is the process and that's how Rashi gets us from here another uh, interesting observation is what is the on food over here we seem to have two phrases in our aliyah as to how it's going to be how the food will work. One is on the one hand there'll be this abundance, and that's the seasons overlapping with each other. The other one is you'll eat your fruits less sova. Rashi explains what does that, what does it mean that you'll eat your fruit in, in abundance? Rashi explains mm-hmm. a person will eat a little bit and then it'll be blessed in their stomach. That's what's being described over here. So what is interesting over here is an interesting observation. Is surely if should wanted to bless us, then just give us a lot of food that that should be sufficient why is this whole business about eating a little bit and being blessed a lot says those line of is that there is generally a contradiction between too much indulgence and the ability to be able to appreciate the spiritual or values in life People who are very overindulgent or involved in them, their, their lusts and desires are very, find it very hard to have bandwidth, to be interested, to have the desire to be involved in value-based ideas, in ethereal, metaphysical, spiritual ideas. There's just no space left. A person's entire interest is governed and consumed. That's, and that's how the consumer work market works now, is our attention is worth billions of dollars. That's why it's being paid for in advertising, on any device, in any place, any place that, that people traffic is a place which can be sold, advertising space can be sold because our attention is worth a lot of money says the Torah, God wants us to be involved in food. But perhaps it's going to be, you don't have to eat so much. It doesn't you need to, need to be that you have a seven-course meal every meal of the day because of blessing. No, no, you can eat a little bit and still be happy. You can still have a diet which actually makes you feel good, not just makes your tongue feel good for two seconds. That's, that's the, the 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 observation which is being made over here. In fact, it relates to what's going to be said in two Aliyahs time. That the, the the one of the blessings is no shon. You'll eat old food. And you'll bring out the new food, the, the old food because of the new food is that, is that a blessing? That there should be so much waste. Says the Shemishmol that at the time of the Beit Hamikdash. The simcha, a uh, uh, real joy, was expressed by the achiras basar v'yayin. That means the eating meat and wine. That doesn't mean to say just big parties. What they meant to say is that it's referring to the karbanas. When you had something which was involved in a spiritual process, meat and wine, which was used for the libations and for the meat of the karbanas, when we had partake of the parts that the, that the outside people could partake in, that food had a spiritual quality. And you know what, what was interesting about that spiritual quality? Is that it did not deteriorate with age because it had spiritual properties therefore the physical properties the physical properties which are usually in a process of deterioration by degradation were actually overcome by the spiritual properties, which are constant. Spirituality is not bound by time and therefore is not deteriorating with age. The food that had spiritual quality to it was therefore able to last longer. The Shemeshul does point out that, that we still have a main, a little bit of this in wine, in the sense that wine is the only food which only appreciates over the time with age. So it is it has that somewhat of that, that property still left in it. But at the time, actually, that was the pro, the proper the all all Corbanus um, and one had this property as well. The blessing that's being said in our aliyahs over here is not only is that you're going to have good food and the food will last long, but the point is that it'll have spiritual qualities to the degree that it'll last long. That's what's being said over here. Is therefore even a little bit can be satiating because of the na- the, the the nature of its spiritual per, uh, spiritual perspective being the central part of it. With this, we conclude the first aliyah. In the meantime, I'm wonderful. I mean.